Welcome back, welcome back everyone to the Miscellaneous Debris Podcast with me, your host, the Mad Chatter, Orion MK. And don't forget to follow me on the Twitters, and if you want the Instagram, I'm going to be getting some more stuff up there eventually. Uh, probably just going to get on there and rant. Some video ranting. Sounds like fun. So, follow me at RMK Madness on the social medias if you'd like. Check out all my content. Yes, I apologize. This is a later episode than normal. Normally comes out Monday or Tuesday, but I decided to do a midweek episode. In large part because I had a lot going on this past week, this weekend, etc. And, to be perfectly honest, I have my other podcast, the Fantasy Madness Podcast. If you're into fantasy football, make sure to follow me on the Twitters and check out all my fantasy football content. Then the reason I bring that up, you see, is because of this. Recording these podcasts, I have, since I started, been one behind on my fantasy football episode. And it's driving me, my fantasy football podcast, excuse me, and it's driving me absolutely fucking insane. Because then I'm like trying to remember, well, I think this is episode 12 of this one, so that would make it 11 of this one. So no. So this week I'm getting the two fantasy podcasts out, and just one of these. So I'm sorry for anybody who listens to this, but I had a lot to get to in this episode, so it's going to be a little bit longer. And, again, I wanted to even up these episodes, make the podcast more equal, the two podcasts in mine, so that they're just, yeah. Nice and parallel, if you know what I mean, on parallel courses. Probably make no sense, but that's part of what I do. So, I hope you had a good week, good weekend, good weekend and good beginning of the week so far. Mine's been rough. If you've listened to the last episode, you heard that uh, my wife had the kidney stone thing and uh, the procedure didn't go so well because she got the infection and Friday she finally got the stint out and and... She's beginning, she began to feel better throughout the weekend, and, and by today, Wednesday, she's feeling much better. Much better. So, yes, o- over a week, eight days removed from the actual procedure, she's starting to feel herself again. But yeah, so there was a lot of trying to take care of the wife, deal with the kids. My mom had some shit going on. She was here to help, but she wasn't always help. <laughs> Sometimes that happens. But she had some shit going on. She had some stuff she had to do. So there was a lot going on. And then we had the five-year-old, soon-to-be six-year-old's birthday party thingamajiggy. Which actually, today is his birthday. He actually turned six today, which is nice. But he did get his birthday party in on Sunday. Got some nice toys. Got this cool little Mars-like rover thing. He's big into space. He got uh, a plasma orb. He just loves science and space and all that stuff. Um, But he also loves Minecraft. And he got some Minecraft Legos. And man, those are fucking cool. I gotta say. I still, after all these years, I loved Legos as a kid. I still love them. We have two giant totes filled of Legos. Well, they're not giant totes. They're the regular size totes. But the totes, they're full of Legos. We love Legos. And the boys are starting to get into the spot where, well, at least the six-year-old, where he's at the point where he uh, is able to play with these Legos. And I start, 
I've been referring to them as the six-year-old, the three-year-old, blah, blah, blah. So my youngest, his name is Renly. Yes, Renly, after the character from the Game of Thrones series, well, really, the A Song of Ice and Fire books. Because I'm big into the books. I Don't get me wrong. Fan of the show. But somewhere along the way, <laughs> and I know a lot of people have criticized the Game of Thrones, right? A lot of people, especially that last season. I don't have as many criticisms of the show as others do. But I do think there were disappointments along the way. But hell, I'm disappointed in George R.R. R. Martin because he ain't got these fucking books out. And I'm sure he's not going to live to get the whole thing fucking done. Not when it takes him 800 years to write one fucking book. <laughs> I shouldn't talk shit. But I kind of do. Because I write too. And I don't understand, especially when you're in that involved in the world, when that's your single goal. Like, I feel like I've done, I've got two books going, okay? And they're both very detailed and complicated. And I feel like I've done more writing in the two of those than this, in a year, than this motherfucker's done in several years on his book. But he's been writing other books and do so. I'm not going to talk shit on him. I get it. You might get a little old just dedicating all your time to one world or story. That's part of why I do so many different things. I got comedy going. I write novels. I do the podcast. I do fantasy football. I like many interests. Music. Music. Do the music thing. Which, by the way, if you're a newer listener, that would be me, all me, on the theme song of this podcast. Yes, created that myself. I know it's not anything spectacular, but... I think it's a groovy little song. Anyway, moving on, moving on. We got so deep into a million different things, but this is part of what I do. Again, if you're newer to the pod, I ramble about shit. Sometimes it gets random. Sometimes I go off in different directions. Sometimes the train wrecks and I can't get back on track. But we're not there yet. I know exactly <laughs> where we're at. Because I was talking about my sons. And Renly, youngest. And then the one who just turned six today, that's Draven. Obviously gets his name from Eric Draven, the character of the crow, played by Brandon Lee. Yes. Whose father was Bruce Lee. And this is the Be Water episode. We're going to talk about the Bruce Lee doc. Yes, because I'm so excited because I love this Bruce Lee doc. It's fantastic. But anyway, that's where... My six-year-old, that's where his, his name comes from. And then my oldest son, his name is Nathan. And he lives in Iowa. Why am I talking like this? <laughs> but I got three boys. Two in the house, the two youngins. And that be them. So I'll try and refer to them by their names instead of the three-year-old and the six-year-old. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. We'll get to the Be Water Dock in a little bit. But first of all, got a few things to get into pertaining to, eh, you know, what's going on in the country. But before we get to that, oh man, Chris Delia. <laughs> it is the funniest shit. Now, people like to point out that he uh, plays a pedophile on this new new show on Netflix called You. And if you haven't heard about this yet, the... Uh, Comedian who, who some really enjoy, and I personally <laughs> don't find that funny. I mean, I've, I've never super had anything against him. He's been, I just haven't cared about him, really. Um, but apparently, 
he's kind of a sicko and likes young girls. And hence the irony in him playing a pedophile on this Netflix show. And even crazier, at least to me, is that just last night, and actually I found out about this last night, just last night, the wife and I watched the episode of Workaholics where, yes, you guessed it, Chris Delia plays a pedophile. He cameos as a pedophile. Now, in this one, he's going after little boys. I have not seen this Netflix show, You. I'm not sure what, what he's all into in that show. But in the Workaholic show, yeah. <laughs> but it's crazy to me. I'm not trying to lie to the situation. Because that's fucked up what he did to some young women. But the irony is palpable, man. It's crazy. Like, is that art? Imitating life, life imitating art. What's going on there? Like, that's pretty typecast, right? <laughs> Dude's been fucking around with underage girls for years, and somehow he keeps getting these roles where he's a pedophile. It's like people know. <laughs> it's insane. It's insane. I honestly do. I find it crazy. Very crazy. <laughs> because how does, how, I'm, I, <laughs> wow. But really, that was kind of my, my nightcap last night. And it was fantastic because, again, obviously the situation sucks. Feel horrible for those women. What a piece of shit Chris Delia is. But, the fact that he's played a ped pedophile, and not just once. I mean, that that's funny. <laughs> and lots of people are on Twitter like, did you not know this before? Like, he, oh, it's, it's weird when somebody turns out exactly like you thought they'd be or some, you know. It's always the first person you suspect. Comments like that. And I'm like, I really didn't know, because I have never given enough shit about him <laughs> to learn that much. But very interesting and very ironic, uh, uh, which to me, I, I find the humor anywhere I can. So that for me gave me quite the chuckle. Quite the chuckle. No, it didn't give me any laughs at all, though. Seeing that a bunch of fucking Texans and Dallas Cowboy players tested positive for COVID-19. It's not good, people. And what the fuck? That was just my random ass. <laughs> my speaker just going off. I don't know. I swear we may have a ghost in this house. My wife was for a couple nights in a row. Now, honestly, we believe it more has to do with this medication that thankfully she's almost fucking done with that she's had to take because of the whole kidney stone situation. But a couple nights ago, she felt like she was getting electrocuted. And last night... She felt like she got punched in the face a couple of times. Now, we talked about it. She said, well, I didn't feel any pain or anything like that. And I'm like, well, it's got to be the medicine. It made you f think you were getting punched in the face. Because if, if I punched you in the face by accident, then, you know, one of those sleep... Because I've never done it, but I've gotten some sleep knees from my wife in the middle of the night. I will just say. But, like, you would feel something. Right? You'd feel 
getting punched in the face. And I'd think the same thing if it was a ghost, right? You hear the, the show, you see the shows, like, I, I, I'm into the paranormal stuff. I believe something's there. I'm not exactly sure what, what to call ghosts or spirits or if it's dead people or from another dimension. I don't know. But something's there and it's weird. And I've experienced some shit myself. My grandma's house. Somebody was in the bathroom peeing. Peeing! Nobody was in there, though. My grandma's door was shut. My dad's door was shut. Neither of them opened before someone went into the bathroom to pee. Me and my cousins, my brothers, we just laid there on the living room floor. We were camping out at my grandma's. <laughs> and we're like, what the fuck is going on? And then I'm the oldest. They want me to go investigate this shit. And I'm like, fuck no. You saw what I saw. Nobody went into the bathroom. Something's in there peeing. We don't know what it is. Nothing ever came out. We never saw anything go in. We never saw anything come out. But we all heard something taking a piss. Anyway, so there's something there. I totally, totally believe in all of that shit. But if you see people talk about ghost encounters, they would say they feel like a ghost pushing on their chest. They feel a ghost choking them. They feel a ghost scratching them, and they have the scratches to prove that's physical. My wife didn't feel any of that. So I'm going with the more logical choice of it's probably having to do with her medicine. Hmm. But then shit like this, we have doors open just fucking sometimes, and there goes my speaker just going off by itself. Although now that I think about it, I did have it on. So it's probably just turning itself off like it does. <laughs> See, most times there's a logical explanation, but not always. Not fucking always. Example, whatever was peeing in my grandma's bathroom that night. Anyway, as I said, I digress, I digress. We got to get back to back on track, back on <laughs> track. How did I even get into the whole ghost thing? Who knows? Who cares? Who cares? Doesn't matter at this point, right? Water under the bridge? Let's go. These fucking football players getting the COVID freaks me out, man. I want my football this year, and this shit worries me. I'm going to take a quick break, and we'll get back and chat about that. Maybe not our whole universe, but... Uh... <laughs> Sure sounds like Earth is in fucking trouble. <laughs> I'm just saying, doesn't... I mean... You can talk about the pandemic. That's, that, that's enough to make you go, what the fuck? But then... All these videos of fucking... <laughs> cops just beating the shit out of peaceful protesters, being super nice to white supremacists... Uh, the leader of the United States talking about uh, the AIDS vaccine <laughs> and how more people or there would be less less cases of COVID-19 if we stop testing. <laughs> it's the, this is a movie, right? This is a movie. 
I would like to say that's not true. I mean, that's true, <laughs> but that's like saying, yeah, I think my arm's broken, but if I don't get an x-ray, it's not broken. That was a terrible analogy, but I was trying to use one that wasn't already used on Twitter that's been said a million times. But I digress. <laughs> I mean, it's the, the thing is with COVID, it, 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 it hasn't, it's never left. It never left. It's been here this whole time. And the reopenings, well, some states haven't done it very well. And they're seeing rises in cases. The fucking governor of Texas, who reopened way too soon, is now turning around and saying citizens are not taking it seriously enough. Motherfucker, you didn't take it seriously enough. I fucking hate when people in charge can admit a mistake and fuck it like it just drives me nuts. I don't get it. Working in the restaurant industry, I've gotten into the management position a few times, and sometimes when you're a leader, you make mistakes. And when you do, it's very important, in my estimation, to point that out. Because you want everybody under you to understand that mistakes happen, and that they need to own up to them, if anything, because they need to learn from them. Some of my best knowledge has come from life experience, <laughs> i.e. the uh, mistakes I've made in life. They've taught me a lot. And I imagine a lot of learned people, a lot of mature people, a lot of people who just get what life is about, they're the same, you know? If you're listening to this, you're probably the same. This COVID shit, man. People are being so ignorant about it. People want to blame the protesters and ignore the fact that all these bars are just packed full of people. Because here's the thing with the protesters. If you look at videos, you see what's going on. Sure, they're putting themselves at risk because they're in close proximity. But they're also wearing masks, using sanitizer, gloves. They're being as safe as they possibly can, given their circumstances, right? And this is protesting a cause that must be protested. It must be brought to light. Any of you all lives matter fucks, get out of here. Of course all lives matter, you dipshit. But it's pretty obvious that in this country, white lives matter more. And that has to change, right? People are just being so ignorant with this, with that, with this, with that. It's crazy. Sure, the protesters are putting themselves at risk. You know who's at greater risk? All these fucktwats that are loading up in these fucking bars because they're trying to get some dong or some puss, and they're just loading up in these fucking bars. No mass or nothing. No, not being safe at all. And everybody's going to point to the protesters, or the media will point to the protests. Republicans, right, they're all going to blame the protesters. No. Look at all the fucking states that opened up too early. Look at all the people packing the bars with no masks. Do I expect, and should we all expect, 
the protests to be part of the rising COVID cases? Yes. But there's a big difference here, people. One is protesting something that's gone on far too long. The other, you're talking about going and trying to get a hookup at a bar or going and playing your darts or going and playing your trivia because you got to get out and hang out with the guys or the girls. We got to go get you some, whatever it is. You're not doing that for a righteous cause. You're not doing for that that's doing that for something that's important for the fucking world, man. You're going to have a good time and party because you're pissed off you haven't been able to do it. You've had to stay at home. And the majority of them are doing it very unsafely. So big difference between the two fucking groups and I'm tired of talking about that shit. I mean, you could see other countries, man. You could see the ones that stayed locked down as long as possible. See how Japan's doing. See how some of these countries... I mean, you got countries out there fucking spraying the streets, sanitizing the streets. You got some places where they've got, like, where you can get on transportation stuff now, just no-touch stuff. No-touch so that you can, like... Countries are adapting. We're so fucking far behind on everything, man. It's it's just ridiculous. But people want to look and say Trump's doing a great job. Just blows my mind. <laughs> but as I mentioned, NFL players testing positive. Now, this this is scary. We'll see what happens, but... There's a lot of stuff going on in sports. Soccer looks to be trying to get back. The NBA, we know. But now there's some problems there. Because you got some people who are a little worried about, well, the pandemic, right? And everything that entails that. You've got another group of players that feel like playing basketball right now would distract from the Black Lives Matter movement and everything that's going on. And it probably would. But... You know, again, I guess for me, and it's why I continue to do my podcast and my fantasy stuff and all of that, we don't need a distraction, but we do need a break. You can't go so hard for so long at any one thing and not expect to break down. And in this movement, we can't be breaking down. We need to keep fresh to keep fighting. So everybody's got to look out for each other. Make sure they are. Hey, give yourself some mental breaks, man. It's important. I can't be out there in the streets, but I want to be. And that's kind of fucking with me because it's kind of like I sit here and preach how much I care about this cause, but I'm not out there protesting. And my wife is my reason, okay? I would not want to jeopardize her. But man, this is a fucking cause I want to fight for. I've been listening to Rage Against the Machine and System of a Down. Shit's bringing me back. Listen to that shit with all my ethnic friends back in the day like, fuck the system. Let's rage against the machine. That's right. So it makes me kind of sick. I can't be out there. It really does. But I also know, you know, this shit starts to get to me, man. And I'm, and I'm not out there in the streets. 
So you got to make sure you're taking care of your mental health, giving yourself an occasional break from what's going on in the world. You got to do it. You got to do it, everybody. But again, you know, Kyrie Irving and some of these ballplayers are talking about, man. That could definitely, the NBA starting up again could definitely take away from, from this movement. It could. I'd like to hope it can work out to where they can get some ball played. And hey, we're still going to keep fighting for what's right. We'll see. But I mean, it does make, you know, what's going to go on with football? I mean, you know, we think about, I'm thinking about my fantasy football leagues and like, hmm, am I going to have to uh, like figure some stuff out? Because what happens if, you know, are they going to have like extra players? Are teams going to be allowed extra players in case a handful of guys test positive for COVID? Like, this is going to be so crazy. How are they going to get through this? The testing is going to get better, right? They're going to figure out what they can from antibodies. They're, they're continuing to learn. We've learned already that it's not so much the surface-to-surface -surface touch. It's, it's really getting those, those particles from the air, from the cough or the talking. And, and you know, hence, fucking masks. <laughs> you wear them so you try not to get other people sick. In case you get the COVID, you're not spraying everywhere. And it's not going to stop everything, but it's going to help a lot. It's just crazy. It's like I think sports is in a little trouble, man. I'm starting to wonder how they're going to pull this off. Starting to wonder. It's all crazy. But I've been preaching, man. All these fucking assholes that want to act like COVID doesn't exist, and I and I'm not special. I was not like I'm the only one in the world talking about it. But I was one of them. Like, dude, this shit ain't going away. Y'all are fucking stupid. And now it has come back. And now there's a minority of the uh, country that wants to put it on the protesters. And probably not look in the mirror and realize, oh, maybe if I didn't go down to hot shots every night this week with no mask, maybe I wouldn't have got sick myself. But no, I must have got sick from them protesters. Fucking idiots. <laughs> less testing equals less cases of COVID. We would, if we stop testing, well, no, no. How would he say it? How would he say it? Trump, Trump, Trump. Trump. Me and my terrible ass Trump accent. Well, I mean, if we, no, that was terrible. Where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck that was. <laughs> now I don't even want to try it. Because I'm like, now it's all in my head. Now it's mental. Now it's like, what the fuck? I just came out with something that wasn't even remotely close to Trump. And now how can I get back to the Trump? I'm telling you right now. If we stop doing the testing, there'll be no more cases. No more cases of COVID. And it'll be beautiful. It'll be terrific. See? Terrible. Not as bad as whatever the fuck I did. Whatever I was going for that first. <laughs> Whoo. But yeah. Shit the president actually said. And whenever he says something so completely stupid. Obviously stupid. I love how his defenders and supporters are like. 
<laughs> it was just a great joke. He's joking. Like, <laughs> I've seen so many videos of these assholes. Like, you think he really meant that? He's not that stupid. He was joking, man. You didn't get the joke? That's on you. You fucking idiots. You don't get the joke? You don't get the joke? <laughs> His supporters are really latching on to anything they can to do. <laughs> it's crazy. And when it comes down to it, he's probably just the pawn, you know? Lots of people like to uh, point out uh, Senator Mitch McConnell as the one who's really running everything in this country, but really does sound like we got a whole group of asshole Republicans in there that just really are scared of the idea of losing some of that white power. <laughs> I mean, Trump's taking away protections against discrimination for... The LGBTQ community during Pride Month and a pandemic, mind you, and this is the, the, these are protections to protect them against discrimination when it comes to medical coverage, medical insurance, to protect them from being denied for any of that stuff. So he took those protections away during a pandemic and Pride Month. And the day he did it was the four-year anniversary of the Pulse shooting. How can you still support this man? Unless, you know, you're that big of a piece of shit, too. I mean, he's trashing NFL teams, the NFL, MLS. I won't watch. I love all these people. I won't watch. The NASCAR fans. I'm not going to watch. You took away the Confederate flag. Those people are some of the worst. Defending Confederate flags and statues? I'm not sure I understand. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not sure I understand. Because that was like a five-year operation way back in the day. And those dudes got their ass kicked. It's a shitty part of our history. It's a shitty heritage. People point out, oh, well, there's Nazi stuff up in Germany in the show never to be Nazi. No. Yeah. They were closely with, like at Auschwitz, with the Jewish community as far as what's okay to have there and what's not. That is used as a tool to teach. These Confederate flags and Confederate monuments are worshipped. And I'm still trying to figure out why you asshole. The only thing I can figure is, is it's again, once again, just latching onto that bit of white power. That's our white power history. Well, it's a fucking shitty history. It didn't last very long. And you know what? Y'all got fucked up. And I hate to tell you, but you get fucked up again. Because you can talk all you want about we got our guns and we're going to do this. But when it comes down to it, y'all show up for protesting in like 50 people a pop, okay? And you see all the thousands protesting what we're talking about. So you go fuck yourselves. You're outnumbered. And there's a bunch of them on Twitter like, Trump's going to win in a landslide. He's the greatest president ever. Trying to be America's great. I don't even know. People just keep digging their own grave. You motherfuckers are scared. Because you know. They're scared of black people getting power. They're scared of losing Trump. Because there's never been a president that's so much latched onto those shitty fucking old ass caveman ideals. White supremacy and fucking this shit. Like, who else is truly 
dug into it the way he has. No. Nobody. And that's why those fucking sickos love this guy. It's ridiculous. But go ahead. Mr. Trump, Mr. President, you, you don't watch the NFL. Because you know what? A lot of those dudes, just like the NASCAR fans, a lot of these people that said they aren't going to watch, oh, they're going to watch. And I would like to point out, what the fuck are you going to watch if you're not going to watch sports? Because, uh, sorry, this, this shit is everywhere. And I guarantee you, whatever shows you like or movies you like, whatever television you like, whatever it is that you also like to watch at home, a good majority of the people involved in any of that are going to be supporting this movement. So are you going to stop watching that shit too? Huh? Or is it just the black athletes you're not going to watch anymore? Further showing your racism. Yeah. I don't know. Bruce Lee dealt with some fucking racism himself. Common theme. Not just in this podcast, but, you know, it's very relevant in society today. I've said it many times before. I've had a rough, rough, I was trying to sound like a dog there for a second, I guess. My life has been fucking difficult. It hasn't been easy by any means. But not once has my life been difficult because of my skin color. And as a matter of fact, I've probably gotten a couple of lucky breaks. Because I've done some fucked up shit and been in some bad situations, man. And made some bad decisions. There's a couple of times I probably got lucky that I was white. Maybe I wouldn't have made it out those situations if I wasn't. So yeah, I've had a fucked up life too. But it ain't had nothing to do with my skin color. That's some shit I don't have to worry about. And it sickens me that other people do, man. Well, fucking skin color. That's a reason? That's a reason. <sighs> it's not a reason. Bruce Lee will tell you. He'll tell you too. Anyway, we'll take a quick break. I now apologize. I'm not trying to be somber and be so damn down negative. But this shit, it, 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 again... And I, say, I feel like I say this every podcast, but it's true. It's important shit in our time in this country and in this on this earth, really. It's an important time. There's a lot of crazy shit going on in the world. Not just the pandemic, but some of the leaders. Not just in our country. China, Russia. It just feels scary that... Global warming. All those people can deny that shit too. But you know what? I believe in science. Personally. The world is a scary fucking place right now. So I hate to fucking be so down and in the dumps and not more comical and all of that. But we got to talk about this shit because it's important. You know what I mean? Very, very important. But... Now, we kind of got through that. We kind of got through that. So, let's keep the ball rolling. And, you know, I've been talking about this for, what, a few episodes now. We're going to finally talk this Bruce Lee documentary, Be Water. So, take a quick break, and we'll come back and chat that. This is what it is, okay? I said, empty your mind. Be formless, shapeless, like water. 
So you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Now water can flow, or it can crash. Be water, my friend. That's right. Be water, my friends. Now, Be Water, the Bruce Lee documentary, I found to be fascinating. And, I mean, it's a good story. But it also very much pertains to what's going on in the world right now. Because Bruce Lee himself faced a great deal of racism. There was something about, you know, him marrying a white woman to kind of try and normalize, you know, to try and... Because there was this attitude towards Asian Americans, but then you had the civil rights movement going on. And you had this going on, and then all of a sudden, uh, Asians became more attractive, well, to white people, because... They were more quiet, deemed more respectful, and Bruce was able to make his way in Hollywood a little bit, but he had to fight the racism there too, because he was constantly looked at as, you know, like the sideshow, the novelty item, you know, the the little Chinese man who can do kicks and flips, you know, they did he wanted to be a real actor, a real leading male actor. And he didn't feel like he was getting that opportunity because he wasn't being taken seriously, and that's something he had to fight for over and over and over, continuously. Like we see with black people having to do every day. They have to fight this every day. And I hope that this movement perseveres much in the way that Bruce Lee finally persevered. He ultimately got what he wanted. He ultimately got the leading role. And eventually you see Enter the Dragon comes out, and unfortunately that's also when we lose Bruce Lee. Because he was, he was having some brain issues, he collapsed once, was in the hospital, and then I believe he was in Hong Kong, where he was staying with his mistress, and he was not feeling well, she gave him some medicine, the medicine caused his brain to have a reaction I can't remember if it was an embolism or exactly what it was. I should have written that down. All this stuff I have written down. I didn't write down ex exactly what the brain shit was that killed Bruce Lee. But he never woke up. He never woke up. And it's a shame. It's a, you know, you hate to lose people so young, especially with such talent. I mean, anybody. Anybody, obviously. You don't want to see... You know, death is one of those tricky things, man. It's going to happen to everybody. 
but we would like for all of us for it to be, you know, old age, we've lived a good life. Bruce Lee was 32. It's just, it, it's crazy. You know, in the time previously, had been dealing with seizures and stuff, and you gotta figure, I mean, he got back into his regular routine and diet and stuff, but then, you know, you gotta wonder if he's going too hard after something so serious as, like, brain trauma. I've had seizures. That shit's no joke. Now, mine were related to my alcoholism, <laughs> because if you don't know, if you're super hooked on the booze, it is possible that you just have so much alcohol running through your blood all the time because you're an alcoholic. And if you were like me, all I did was sit around and drink rum all day. So that when you were sober, your body went into shock. It was a shock to the system because it wasn't used to having no alcohol in the, in the system. And that's major fucking withdrawals. And that leads to seizures. It's a real thing. Alcohol withdrawal-related seizures. I've had those. So, shit's not fun. I almost bit my fucking tongue in half during one seizure. But, you know, it's scary shit. Anything with the brain. Anything with the brain, the heart, the lungs, that's all scary shit. And so Bruce Lee's out, you know, doing his normal thing after this brain stuff when I'm just like, probably should be taking it a little more easy, right? He's not feeling good. The Taiwanese actress whom would be, whom was his mistress, Betty Ting Pei, he was at her apartment, talked about a headache. She gave him this I can't remember how you, you pronounce it, but it's a common painkiller. It's got aspirin and a tranquilizer, which is uh, known as mepro meprobamate, something like that. So now I'm reading some stuff. Don't get me wrong. Um, but they, they weren't able to revive him. He was taken to a hospital, and it, he had severe brain swelling and a buildup of fluid. That made his brain increase 13% in size. And basically it was because of an allergic reaction to that painkiller had, he had been given. Now there's conspiracy theories out there. Did she really try and kill him? No. I imagine she was just trying to help him with his fucking headache. <laughs> but 32 years old. 32 years old. Other than some brain issues from, you know, the seizures and stuff. Like, healthy individual. And uh, allergic reaction. just And that shit's scary, man. That shit scares me all the time. The allergic... Because I do have some allergies. I have seasonal allergies. I'm allergic to jalapenos. <laughs> and I, I have some allergies. So it, there's always that fear. Like, I remember the first time I went... Well, I guess it was, no, not technically the first time. I've, I've had surgery a couple of times. So the first time was for a hernia. And going under, that was one of my biggest questions was like, what if I'm allergic to the anesthesia? 
And of course I wasn't. Everything turned out fine. It was a bitch of a process, but you know, you just don't know. That's scary shit. You got to be careful. And don't cheat, man. Come on. Bruce Lee had been at home. He might not have been dead. You know, and obviously it wasn't as big of a part of the movie as it probably should have been, the whole mistress thing. People, I kind of feel like, it's kind of like with the Jordan documentary where the, the, the whatever, 10 episode one, but Jordan was worried about looking bad and, and, and you know, the, the people, the producers, the filmmakers, they're trying to co cooperate with him, but it's kind of like, what, what's the big fucking deal? People make mistakes. Is it okay Bruce Lee had a mistress? No, but it, people fuck up, man. People make mistakes. That's part of being human. It's do you learn from the mistakes, and Bruce Lee will never have that chance to learn. That mistake cost him. But when it comes down to it, I mean, we all fuck up. I don't think there's anything wrong with showing that side of people. You can still have a hero that's made mistakes, man. I'm far from perfect. Not that I'm anybody's hero. But I'm, I'm just saying, like, me, I'm far from perfect. Fucked up a lot, particularly during my drinking days. My drinking career, as they call it. Wasn't great. But you learn. Then you move on. And unfortunately for Bruce, he did, you know, that mistake got him. I wish they would have spent a little more time on kind of all of that. It was more at the end of the doc. But overall, very good documentary. Shows you a lot of how Bruce, you know, how he came up. You know, the Hong Kong, America, the racism, trying to make his way in Hollywood. It's all good stuff. Highly advise checking out the film. Yes, yes, yes. So finally we got to discuss that. Finally got to discuss the B-Water documentary. Good stuff. Good, good stuff. Now before we get into our last segment and wrapping up shop, I did want to say I fucking saw a UFO this weekend. Is it Friday or Saturday night? I think it was Saturday night. It was either Friday, Friday or Saturday night. Pretty sure it was Saturday. Saturday night. And... I like to, my wife and I, we have our little like smoke area set up in our garage. We got a TV, got some fans going. We got our nice little smoke area with the bongs and blunts and stuff. We got everything ready to go. Okay. She's got her side with her bong and her pipe and her weed. And I got my side with my pipe and my steamroller. I actually have my bong on display on this dresser over here. And it's a nice little smoke spot. I love it. And it's in the garage. And lots of times at night, I like to crack open the garage and go take a peek outside into the sky because I like staring at the stars, okay? I also have a, well, it's a pretty shitty telescope, but on the days when you see like Venus or Jupiter nice and bright in the sky, you can get a pretty good picture of them. Now, not as nice as some of the, and I'm telling you, one of these days, I'm going to get a fucking banging telescope, okay? A fucking banging telescope. I swear. Actually, the wife and I were talking about... You know what? I'm going to ask for one for my fucking birthday. How about that shit? 
<laughs> anyway, get a banging telescope so you can see even better. That's what I got to do. But anyway, I digress. The point being is, is I love looking at stars, man. I love looking at planets. I, if you've listened to this podcast at all, you see, you know, I dig the solar system. I dig the planets. I dig all that stuff. And I'm very much into UFOs. I very much believe in that. We've talked about the Skinwalker Ranch stuff on here. And all sorts of other things. Look, I'm going to point this out one more time. People need to quit acting like this is bullshit. The Navy has come out and said, hey, we're re- changing our protocols for these things. It's otherworldly technology. They've used phrases like that. I'm not sure if that's a specific one. But like that, they're talking about this has maneuvering and capability that we're not aware of like this is crazy technology fighter pilots fighter jet pilots are sitting there going in their jets go what the fuck is this thing doing you can't discredit them these are trained professionals they fly for a living they're supposed to know what they see in the sky these are the best people the most credible people and i would like to say again again there is a 10 billion year gap between the beginning of the universe and when life was found first formed on Earth. Okay? 10 billion years. No one's going to convince me that in 10 billion years there couldn't have been another civilization or two or three or four. That, yeah, even if they've come and gone, 10 billion years is too long, man. That's human ego talking with that shit. We're the only ones. We're the only ones. And it can't be UFO, even if there is other civilizations. It can't be UFOs like Neil deGrasse Tyson. Sometimes I appreciate what he has to say. Most of the time, I'm just like, get the fuck out of here. Because he's always so fucking condescending to the UFO ideas and shit. Even with all this new information out. Because time travel, because space travel, that is just impossible. For us? (coughs) Excuse me. For us? It's impossible. But maybe it won't be in the future. Because in the past, cell phones weren't possible for us. You'd be branded a witch. Back in the days of the you, those Confederate flags them good old boys love so much. <laughs> the fucking losers. Back in the day of those Confederate losers. You start talking about a cell phone, they're going to burn you. For being a witch or some shit. So to say that shit's impossible just to me is mind-bending. It makes me want to just explode a little bit and make freak out, you know, just a little bit. Again, 10 billion fucking years. Nobody could figure shit out. Right, right. But I saw a fucking UFO the other night, okay? And part of it is I've watched enough of this shit to know what to look for, what not to look for, what blimps look like in the sky, what weather balloons look like in the sky. I've looked into this shit. Anytime I'm into something, I do enough research. I like to know the right stuff, okay? I like to know the right stuff. So I'll do my diligence. So I know what to look for. Now, I've never had much luck seeing anything in the sky as far as UFOs. My wife and I, we actually saw one uh, on the day I proposed to her. We were driving along, and above the trees going down this hill, we saw a fucking object doing some crazy shit. 
Now, I'm almost positive that was one, but I was driving, so I couldn't quite see all of it. Really, we should have pulled over. Don't know why I didn't. But this one, Saturday night, I'm standing outside. Smoke, get done smoke. My wife's chilling in the chair, watching a TV. I pop open the garage, go to light a cig. I'm outside looking at the stars, like I fucking always do. And all of a sudden, one of these stars starts to move. And it continues to move. And it's going fucking fast. And it's high up there. And it gets to one point in the sky. And there's like this little flash. And it keeps going. Some of the craziest shit I've seen. And I know. From previous videos. From accounts. from I know what to look for. Again. That was not no fucking plane. That was not. I don't. There's only one explanation. In my mind, for what that was. I'm pretty logical and rational. <laughs> Most of the time. Most of the time. I say that even though my nickname is the Mad Chatter. But I do like to use logic. As I, as you know, I brought up earlier in the pod. <laughs> but it, I know what I saw. And speaking of that, that's a very good... If you want to get into some great alien UFO type documentary stuff. Seriously... There's this dude, James Fox. He's got this two, couple of documentaries, Out of the Blue, and I Know What I Saw. Now, later on this year, he's supposed to have another one coming out called The Phenomenon, so keep your eyes out open for that. But Out of the Blue, and I Know What I Saw, fantastic documents. They give you a lot of basic evidence for why we can't just ignore this phenomenon, okay? I really just got to wonder if they'll come down. Given our situation. Come down, please. <laughs> Help us out. So yeah, that's what I got for you on this episode of Miscellaneous Debris. We're going to take a quick break, come back, and close up shop. Game over, man. Game over. That's right. Game over. It's time to close up shop, get on with our week, and... You know, that would be interesting. I, I could see that, uh, you know, after all the, the the pandemic and the murder hornets, crazy ass monkeys, uh, asshole cops, Trump, everything going on. Why not have the aliens? I mean, let's let's fucking take it the ultimate Jumanji level, right? Let's fucking go with the aliens. Just bring them on down. Bring them on down. Now, I want everybody to remember this as we get out of here. Ignorance is not bliss. Please, do not believe everything. Do your own fucking research. The more whites are killed by cops crowd. No, no. You're out of your fucking mind. I actually saw a good video on Twitter. I need to start taking down who does this. Credit people. Jesus. God damn it, chatter. Anyway. <clears throat> but someone actually broke down the math. Because it's quite simple. Unless you're a fucking idiot, you do realize that there's way more white people than black people. So when you break it down... To the percentages that show, it's really three times higher for black people. Cops kill black people three times more than white people. You can't look at the total number. It's a facade. It's bullshit. The whole pandemic, it's fake, all that. We already talked about that. Do some fucking research. Learn about pandemics. Just, the Trump lies, just come on, people. Media is not showing everything. You've seen how many fucking black people have been lynched? 
and their every police department has ruled this shit suicide. I know a lot of black people. I'd be willing to bet a lot of fucking money these dudes aren't fucking hanging themselves because even if you're a black dude who wants to commit suicide, are you really going to hang yourself? Most black people I know don't want nothing to do with the news. So none of this shit adds up to me. It doesn't fucking make sense. And there's not enough media coverage on it either. There's not enough media coverage about the positive and the peaceful protests going on. But everybody was all on it when it was riots and shit. Fires. Do your research. Educate yourself. Do not rely on everything else. Make sure you know what's on the up and up. It's the best thing you can do for you and your family, really. Don't be ignorant. Educate yourself, please. 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 All right, all right. So, now, once again, miscellaneous debris. It's been fun. Thank you for joining me. I am the Mad Chatter, Ryan MK. Do not forget to follow me on the Twitters, at RMKMadness. And yes, have yourself a good rest of the week. A good weekend. Again, this is the only pod this week, so take it in. Long one. Enjoy it. And we'll be back next week to chat some more. So everybody, be safe out there. Be vigilant. And be water, my friends. Peace out.